All right. Okay. You worried about me? <laughs> I was a little worried. I was actually on another radio station doing, well, one of our sister stations. Talking, oh. talking sports with Darren. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, but I'm back, and this is the Jack and Tracy Show. Morning. Well, let's see what we have. We have wind today, and wind advisory in effect for the entire area from uh, noon to 8 with gusts from 40, 45 miles per hour, a possibility. Jeez. That's That's moving. Wow. Sunny and windy, high 56 today. It's 39 right now. We actually golfed yesterday. You there did. There was a break with the weather. It was, you know, it's, it was raining most of the mm-hmm. morning. Got to about, uh, you know, 1 o'clock. It stops, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. Between that and around 6, maybe, mm-hmm. that, little, that little moment right in there, we got it 9 in. Yeah, we did. Wow. <laughs> and I mean, as soon as we got the ninth hole... Here, here, here it comes, more rain. So that's what you call timing right there. Jeez, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, here we go. This is Sunny 101.5. Sunny 101.5 with Tell Me Something Good. Tell me something good. Tell me something good. 13 minutes past six. Well, I'll tell you. Whoever came up with the uh, phrase, timing is everything. What that definitely holds true to this story, right? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Daniel Navarro, a high school student, said he wasn't sure he would ever use the training he learned at Lake Buena Vista High School in Orlando. Mm-hmm. You know, they were they were making them learn CPR. I think it's a good idea. I really uh, do. Absolutely. But, you know, he thought, well, it, it, who knows if I'll ever use this. Right. Oh, my gosh. So it was at his after-school job, literally just hours after learning CPR, that uh, his, his pregnant co-worker was found unresponsive. And he didn't think. He just acted, and she survived. Uh, Daniel says his coworker was dehydrated, and her blood pressure dropped, and she collapsed. Mm-hmm. And thankfully, he was in the right place at the right time, and she's okay. And he says, you know what? I don't know if I feel like a hero, but I'm glad I used it with her because she's alive. Uh, but Florida students in ninth and 11th grade are now required to learn CPR. I think that's such a good idea. Local first responders lead the courses. Mm-hmm. And in another twist to the story, the first responders who arrived were some of the same people who had trained Daniel earlier in the day. Because, you know, isn't it crazy? That is really. Well, the school awarded Daniel a special certificate and uh, gave him a gift bag for his quick thinking. And one of the first responders who actually ran the class uh, the day that Daniel took it said he was just thinking if. um, in every rotation that they taught gained some type of knowledge and actually retained that information. It would be awesome. And then the very next day he hears about Daniel's efforts and he said he was just like, wow. Yeah. But I tell you, it was a time in my own, I think everybody should really learn that. I think it's a good mm -hmm. idea. It was a time when I almost needed it once. And I know you're going to find this hard to believe. But I was at a, this is back when my kids were still living at home. Mm-hmm. We were at a football game. 
And uh, I know you really find this so hard to believe I was eating a hot dog. <laughs> oh, no. And I got, it got stuck in my throat. It's a scary feeling. I want to tell you. Oh, that's awful. But it, it, if, it, so I would have needed that exact procedure right there, but it, it actually went down. So. Oh, geez, that's terrifying. Yeah, I immediately went and got another one because I wanted to eat it correctly. <laughs> but you uh, were crazy. <laughs> Tell me something good. and scandal radio paparazzi on sunny 101.5 657 here's tracy thanks jack well newly engaged couple benifer j-lo and ben affleck are checking out mansions oh yeah we talked about this a couple weeks ago a deal for one they were interested in in bel-air fell through but now they are checking out los angeles largest mansion called the spelling manor with a price tag of 165 million Mm dollars so simply called the manor it was actually finished in 1990 uh it was aaron spellings and his uh aaron and his wife candy Later, it passed on to a Formula One driver who reportedly spent $20 million in, in lavish renovations. Um, but the estate I'd sprawls. That, yeah, I'd say that's lavish. <laughs> 14 bedrooms. Oh, my God. Four, it's on 4.6 acres. It uh-huh. has 100 garages. Oh, no, no. I, I said that wrong. A 100 garage spaces. A, a, okay, go So you could have 100 cars. Up to 100 cars, cars in mm-hmm. there. Right. The main house is 56,500 square feet. Mm-hmm. It has 123 rooms, 27 bathrooms, <laughs> and it is bigger than the White House by 1,500 square feet. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that crazy? Wow, just wow! I tried to offer them my <laughs> place for 150 million, but they just they, they said they didn't like the yeah. weather here. So mm. what are you gonna do? Meanwhile, Joseph <laughs> Gatt, best known from Game of Thrones, has been arrested for allegedly uh, having explicit online conversations with a minor. Mm -hmm. The Los Angeles Police Department took him into custody, booking him for an outstanding felony warrant for contact with a minor. It is not clear if the allegations involve one minor or more than one. He was released on $5,000 bail the same day. And meanwhile, Cuba Gooding Jr. has taken a plea deal that allowed him to keep working and stay out of jail. He was originally facing six counts of sexual abuse and forcible touching. Uh, his deal allows him to, uh, to plead to a misdemeanor. And he continues for six more months in alcohol and behavior modification treatment. He's been undergoing that since 2019. And if he completes the requirements, he'll be able to plead to a lesser charge of harassment, a violation that he would be able to uh, get off on with time served. Mm-hmm. He's due back in court October 13th. Wow. 
All right. It's a short one today. That's all right. That was gonna, yeah, but you had action packed. Action packed. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> all right. It is Bobby Brown's birthday. Is it really? How about that? Well, let's see. I'd say um, Bobby Brown is about. He's got to be 50. 65. 65? Mm -hmm. Are you kidding me? Wow. Okay. I guess that, yeah, now that I think about it, okay, I I, I messed up. Yeah, I messed up. All right, go ahead. Anthony Michael Hall. Okay, let's see if I can do better with this one. Um, Anthony Michael Hall. Anthony Michael Howell? Hall. Hall. H-A-L-L. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Anthony Michael Hall. <laughs> I know who that is. Do you? Yeah. Um He's, um, what did he do? What did he do? Doggone. He's like a, he's, uh, he's a f- 50. 54. 54. Do you know what he was in? I, I, I can kind of see, what, what, I couldn't tell you what he was in, yeah, no. 16 Candles, The Breakfast Club, Weird Science. Okay, so I'll never, I didn't see any of those, movies. but I do know, I kind of know who that is. Okay. And Sarah <clears throat> Michelle Geller. Okay, I do know that one. Let's see. I would say, um, She's still, she's probably in her still in her forties. I don't think she's gonna be fifty yet. In fact, I don't even know if she's gonna be forty. I'll go forty-four. Oh, so close. She's forty-five today. She's forty-five. Sunny one oh one point five with Jack and Tracy's life hacks. 742. My life hack is for those, well, one of those problems that you, you kind of don't want to admit that you have or you don't want to talk about. Yeah, boy. So, yeah. <laughs> it's getting personal. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you have uh, the little yellow stains under your arms on your t shirts. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, I that's mean, great, isn't it? That's awesome. Mm -hmm. And, you know, most of the time you think, okay, that's done. Throw it out. But there is a a life hack for that. You mix two parts of hydrogen peroxide Mm -hmm. with one part dish soap. Okay. Mix a little, that little mixture up, um, put it on those little areas, if you will. Right. Let it sit for an hour and then throw it in the laundry. And? And they come right out. It's gone. How about mm-hmm. that? Well, that's a good life hack. That is a good one. Um, how how many of us had to you know live through the embarrassment of uh, the <laughs> armpit stain? <laughs> anyway, uh, you want to speed up the flow of ketchup in those glass bottles? You know, I, when I want, you know how I am. I have no patience. I want to eat now. Well, if you want to speed up the flow of ketchup in those glass bottles. 
All you got to mm-hmm. do is straw into the top. The flow of ketchup will increase dramatically. It's, it's that simple. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's that simple. And there you go. Jack and Tracy's Life Hacks. Making life just a little bit easier. Oh, yes. That means it's time here at Sunny 101.5 for another edition of Go Figure. Go Figure this one. Now, we've done stories in the past of, you know, lost animals, uh, like a dog or cat that's been missing for a while. I mean, it's up to almost like 10 years, I think we did a story one time. But I don't think we ever had one concerning a pet cockatiel. Uh, No. A Pennsylvania family's pet cockatiel was identified after three years, three years on the loose. Oh, my gosh. And thanks to the uh, bird's love for a classic TV theme song, Louise Duncan said that she knew the bird she found on the front porch of uh, Christ United Methodist Church in Lancaster County was not of native species. Uh, I knew it was not normal bird because it... It had an orange and an orange or yellow plume. Mm-hmm. Duncan and Pastor uh, Roseanne Goldberg Taylor wrangled the bird into a box and contacted local animal rescue group Orca. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, Orca, uh, what they do uh, is they <clears throat> posted the photos of the bird on Facebook. We talked about the importance of, of that about finding someone and soon received a message from a family who reported their cockatiel named Lucky had escaped from their home three years earlier. Libby Rannells Rannells of Orca said rescue workers and the family compared the bird to the photos of Lucky and were pretty sure of the bird's identity, but a family member suggested, I'll tell you, why don't you try this? If you you not really think it's us, the owners of that bird. Watch how it reacts to the theme song to the Andy Griffith show. So they they went and found it, or maybe they just whistled it. They, I can't even whistle. <laughs> and so I, I, I wouldn't even be able to do it. But I would probably go on the computer and play the thing. And he he start he immediately started whistling the song, and the bird started dancing, kind of bobbing his head to the to the theme. You have the first dance in a row. So they thought, well, that's got to be that. They have to be the owners, <laughs> and so they returned, and they immediately watched a, a, a an episode of Andy Griffith. Wow, hiding that song, <sighs> and now and they live happy. Actually, actually, that didn't. It actually didn't end that way. Um, the owners uh, now live in a smaller home since they didn't they determined that they didn't have the space to properly care for the cockatiel. So, Orca said in a Facebook po- post that Lucky will have a new permanent home as the organization's office pet. And there you go. Aww. How about that, huh? Nice. That, that almost, you know, that almost uh, qualified for a tell me something good, didn't it? It did. 